We're still not recording. That was a, that was a false alarm. <laughs> well, that's okay because uh, Nick already wasted all his material before we. That's <laughs> all I had. I blew all my load. His best early. material. Yeah, I was listening to the last pod uh, today, and it was. Uh, I didn't realize how much I talked during that pod. That was a lot. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, it, I was thinking about just deleting all of it. Yeah, we but. tried to. We tried to edit it in post, but it just kept coming back. <laughs> It's kind of, with a vengeance. <laughs> like, he kept telling more stories about the subway <laughs> whatnot. Subway just never ended. And it's weird that I, I have the best talking voice, but the worst singing voice in, in this room. Oh, your daughters don't believe that. You're just the worst in general. <laughs> I do one thing. Your Saucer Studios has now provided me with uh, the proper microphone, the RE20. Ooh, thank you. That, that, that is a lot better, and I can definitely hear that I'm a lot thinner. Not like I mean, physically. I, I but do. <laughs> I, I do have that on like the the one EQ setting, where it's like have more higher end stuff and scooped out. But I mean, you could put it on just like flat and see if that does anything. Yeah, because you have it on flat on this too. Maybe that maybe that was all. Maybe I overthought it. And I was like, yeah, I'll have it put an EQ on. When really I should be the one doing the EQ. Hold on. Very important though. I don't have the tool to do. Oh wait, hang on. Three hours later. Uh, now that we fixed Jay's microphone, hold on one second. Okay, Jay, give me a quick. Uh, okay, great. Thank you. All right. Now. <laughs> all right. Finally. Finally. It's wow. Been the best pod ever. This now. sounds so much better now. Hanson. <laughs> We will discuss no Hanson. <laughs> Hanson has been forever banned. Banson? We're going to change to a sports podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, speaking of, how's, how's Chris Godwin doing for me? I know oh, I'm not boy. allowed to say it, but I will fucking kill myself if I have to be in a fucking sports <laughs> well, podcast. Well, uh, we'll just put on the Queen song and you won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool. You won't like it when you kill yourself. <sighs> KYS. Man. We're in a band. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, yeah. We've been really bad about introducing ourselves and the podcast. Who who even are you? I don't know. Um, I'm Jace. I'm Mike. (laughs) Don't don't you know? I'm Nick. (laughs) Nikolai Robitaille. And together, we're in a cover band. (sighs) Not not by choice, but because we want to make $20 every once in a while. (laughs) 90s and 2000s cover band. A little emo in there. A little... uh, you know, I, 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 grunge. I like I gotta say I, I I'm I'm always looking ahead, you know, and I I think um I think in like a year or two it, we're probably gonna be mostly doing emo. I'm just gonna call it. I think I think the '90s can be for old people like Jay, <laughs> old, old fat and bald it's people true. for like Jay. It's, it's, it's true. Just, it depends on who's there. It's if true the old fat and balds are there, yeah. then okay, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no fat and balds. Yeah, if, if we see the old and the fat and the bald, we know to play uh, only one one tune. Actually, man uh, in the box. Uh, <laughs> we divide them in the section. All right, all the old people over here, all the fat people over here, all the bald people over here, and everyone that is unfortunately all three of those. You're the front row. <laughs> Just get a Venn diagram. <laughs> you're not allowed to use we, those anymore. We actually uh, get to use a double bubble mat. Double bubble. We actually, uh, if we see the old and the fat and the bald, we'll just uh, we'll just play uh, you know the only tune we know how to play. 
Bald. It's also ironic because you could not play that song to save your life this evening. Bald. Fat. Old. Great, great. The bald doesn't work so well for that. My contribution to this discussion. Just for the listeners to know, Jay has a has a pair of headphones from 2007 that he refuses to replace even though i bought the same exact updated headphones that he's wearing they're shores and uh, he has a ta- a beanie on his head that's rolled up that is now the nice soft pad that's usually on top of the headphone it's delightful that's delightful so comfortable he looks like a fucking moron <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah but like he's like totally at peace about how he looks right now that's the beauty of getting old do you want to take a photo of me for the gram i can be flipping them i wait okay middle finger that's right i've I've never flipped anyone off in my life Uh, so i don't know what you gotta do with the thumb and then like while the song is on (laughs) (laughs) is is this normal thumbing right here that's the that's the m&m way we should take a picture of that though that would be kind of good how is this or any podcast offensive to someone we yeah, actually, I don't know what that's it's not to. hurting me. Don't don't do don't do the the middle finger. But let me let me get you let me get you with just the uh, with with just the yeah 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 exactly perfect. Wow, this looks beautiful. Oh, what a good photo. Jay's so photogenic for being so old and so fat and so bald. He's so photogenic. It's it's because the light reflects reflects like like really glowingly on the, top the of one you. light bulb in this room <laughs> yeah there is literally one light in the cinder block room with wet walls and fucking oh i do have uh i put some other lights in here wow the audience cares yeah we got up, our, up our production value. <laughs> oh. for the podcast you get lights for it well, I, I mean, maybe if we start for doing the it. for the audio only podcast. <laughs> Oh, they're up on that. I got. I gotta tell you. Um, I'm sorry, your saucer studios, but I, I I like this this microphone way more. It's way better. I'm a fan. Maybe we'll put the. Do you want to try to put the cloud lifter on? No, it's too late. Fuck it. Too, it's too late now, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. Or maybe y'all can spend some fucking money. <laughs> well, I mean, your saucer uh, studio. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> we are. We, we are. You know, everything here has been provided by your saucer studios. Shout out to your saucer so, studios. Uh, so I'm gonna stare at your saucer studios right now and say, um, please, please give us another EVR20. They make all kinds of sausage. For so many sausage. Tiki Bob makes sausage out of Tiki Bob. Is he the CEO or is he the producer? What is is he everything? What is he? He's everything and nothing at the same time. He's everything. He, he's he's the executive <laughs> producer. Like he's not like actually like in it. He's just kind of providing the money. Yeah, you know? he's like in the board of trustees. Yeah, that makes more sense. The board of trustee sausages. <laughs> <laughs> when he sits down for those board meetings, does he sit like that? Did, they, it, did the board crisscross right and, at the end? And the you board can of, smell <laughs> his balls for days. <laughs> the board of brat because they're brat. 
Yeah. Brought, brought to you. We got brought, we got <laughs> it. All right, lead topic for today. Oh God, what oh. is being a huge fan of a band? Let's just let's just end this podcast now. Oh, let's just end my <laughs> life right now. <laughs> I, I thought let's of just go a, home. I thought of kind of a good starting point. You know, test the waters for it, if you're trying to sniff around and see if somebody really is a big fan of, of a certain band. And that's can you name every album from the band? I thought that's a good starting point. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I mean, maybe if they had a couple like stinkers towards the end of the career, maybe if you can't get those, all right, no big deal. You're still a big fan. Now, do you count every EP, every live album, every like Christmas just, album, just studio album? All right. Because if that's the case, he's definitely a fan of Handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how many? For we'll start with you, Mike. How many bands do you think you can name every album for? Like every single one. Metallica. That's it. Um, Zeppelin. Probably. Yeah. The, the, I, might, yeah I might forget the last the, two. The, the bands I don't have as many are a little easier. Um, obviously. I can't name every Rush album off Tom Head. There's too many. I, I know you can. It's okay. I don't need to because the 90s brush sucks. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put it as a, a dun dun <laughs> sound. <laughs> 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 Who's Nick murders me after this has to go to court? I don't even know his podcast. <laughs> Mike got murdered. No, nobody <laughs> likes wall bass Getty Lee. Shut up. Or Steinberger Getty Lee. They only like jazz bass Getty Lee. Or the Rickenbacker. So, no, so inf- just, inferior uh, instrument to the. You ever try to adjust in, intonation on a Rickenbacker? I've never even touched a Rickenbacker. So to adjust intonation of a Rickenbacker, you have to take the strings off, and then slide, and then slide the fucking the in, the pieces you want intonated for. Jesus Christ! Like you, you can't do it under tension. It's the dumbest system in the world. Then you put the strings on, and then oh no, I'm still flat. Uh, take the strings off. Oh my god! Yeah, it's dumb. That's why, and they have two truss rods. You know, uh, Rickenbacker. I, I feel burned by Rickenbacker because the one time I went to uh, the the Nam conference in Anaheim, the they, Rick, uh, every every Rickenbacker at their booth was behind glass. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So they're very. Yeah, you couldn't touch it. They're weird because they they they've been around. They're they actually. I think they can be credited with one of the first electric guitars, like the invention of the electric guitar, kind of, sorta. Because I, I, I forget, it's not the Rickenbacker guy, but it was another guy who had a not so catchy name, and he partnered with the Rickenbacker <laughs> guy. I, I feel like Jor- I feel Jorgensen. like I feel like the original guy. I feel like the original Rickenbacker is like Oroville or something. Like oh God, <laughs> Oroville they, Rickenbacker. They make popcorn. But but a, but anyway, um, it was called uh, the Frying Pan, designed in 1931 yeah. by George champ yeah general oh, manager man. of the national stringed instrument corporation gig and he with partnered <laughs> with the rickenbacker guy right and yep rickenbacker yeah. electro a22 first incarnation of the proper electric guitar six string blah blah yes i know my gear good job you, that you do <laughs> but uh i played i've only played a few and i played one it was it was used at a guitar center when i was like 13 i didn't really know how to play that well but i tried playing rush on it of course yes and um i was playing it and it's weird because you don't know where to put your finger as like a bass player because like if you, it, well yeah you can still it's still normal on top like he's kind of resting it on like the e string but i'm so used to resting it on a pickup from playing a, a precision bass oh, or yeah. a jazz bass and like the way the pickups are, it's not they're like kind of like flattened to the body. And then this one is actually there's like a hole here by the bridge pickup has like 
this metal shield around it and then there's like empty space and then the pickup is inside of it so like you you can't really put your thumb in it but then like if you rest your thumb on top of it it's too far away it, oh, i was like trying to play it and it just felt weird and i it was one of those don't meet your heroes type of things so yeah. i was like oh i don't like this <laughs> Anyway, we got it. They got wildly off topic. Uh, in defense of Rickenbacker, the Ernie Ball Music Man booth was right next to them, and they had a guitar stolen. Did they really? Yeah, it was like it was a big deal because how up. the hell do you steal a guitar at an AM? Yeah, that's so, so many cameras, so, so, right? Yeah, someone got away. Well, they, they check everybody. They check everybody's baggage when you go in. It's such a large item to steal. It's yeah. not like a pair of underwear you stuffed in your crotch. I, well, I did see a photo of a guy with handcuffs behind his head and like a Gibson Les Paul shoved down his pants. I saw that. It's an old. It, it's definitely an old photo, but like the body's sticking out and like the neck, like the neck end of the guitar is like all the way down his oh, pants. That's hilarious. So I don't think I could. I could probably name every Hanson album. Okay. Maybe. That's it? That's the only band? They might be, actually. Yeah. Because, really? uh, yeah, there's there's really no other band that I'm... I, now, I used to be obsessed with Cake. I don't know if you guys are familiar uh, with yeah. Cake. Yeah, um, a couple of their songs. Them, uh, Blink-182. I, I kind of got out of Blink-182 after, like, Take Off I Your can, Pants and Jacket. I can name every, just about every Blink, Blink album. Yeah, I'm a huge Blink fan, actually. There's so many of those, of those bands that I listen to that if you would have asked me crouched at the yeah. starting line if you don't know who cake is engines <laughs> now you pumping don't. and thumping in time the green light flashes the flags go up Sounds a little weird. churning and burning they yearn for the cup they deftly maneuver and muscle for rank fuel burning fast on it great song they, they go for that that lo-fi sound and they got like hmm. the horns and the keys it's awesome what a what a voice empty tank reckless it's a national treasure <laughs> yeah. national treasure but but yeah, it, it's hard to be into a band for a lot of years, especially a band that's been around since you've been into music. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Hanson is probably the only band that's like that. Maybe Dream Theater, I, but I, I definitely I, couldn't name all their live albums and you, all their. You can't name all their studio albums. Jay, you are I could probably name a, their You're albums. definitely a big fan and a fan of Dream Theater. One, you have a tattoo. That's uh, true. And two, I know like so like Nick could play a drum beat of like a. Of like a Dream Theater song, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's a uh, Majesty of the uh, 99er. <laughs> he only plays the songs off on two different albums. <laughs> that's not true. All right, then next time I'll try and stomp But uh, for me, the reason uh, the the reason why I brought this up is that like I've always thought the definition of a fan of being a fan of something of an artist or of a band is that like you're a fan of them no matter what, even if like their music is subpar those albums are subpar like you're still like you like you're still a fan of it you still enjoy it no matter what and like like i'll be honest there's like certain bands where there's entire like sections of their discography where i'm like no that sucks i don't want to listen to that (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) like and i don't know i've just never gotten around to that and i feel like i'm not a fan of any band (laughs) because of it (laughs) like i like band i like certain bands and like i can name like even like thrice there's like a certain era of thrice Never where they just them. started getting real like i love thrice and one of my fair bands but they started getting like just like uh, like how to like very they went super spacey and like um super like they leaned into the post of the post hardcore which is a lot of the, like, hardcore <laughs> unless you live hardcore but like for example like if i play like their water album um 
So they did like ele- like they did like a concept album like with like their like elements like and shit Weezer, like that. Weezer with their color albums. So like I hate the way they do their discography sometimes on Spotify. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, if, if if I do like for example, eh, Beggars is okay. Um, yeah, like the Alchemy Index. This is Earth. Like a lot of it's like. And, you know, this is the beginning of the song, but... It's cool. Like, I like it, but I'm not, like... I don't put it on. Like, if I want to listen to Thrice, I just, like, go, like, immediately, like, I don't know, like, maybe here. (laughs) I want to listen to Heavy. I want to listen to this. (laughs) Like it's much more just straight up like hardcore, you know, than than uh, than that. But but yeah, um, that, that I think a lot of that. Me. I think that could be just because the music hits you at a different time in your life where where it meant more. So when they come out with a new album, it's not that you don't like Thrice anymore. You're just not in the same headspace that you were when their first album came out or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and like I like. Um, like, I like this album that came out in 2011 that was, like, major minor, but, like... But it's closer to... It, it's a little closer to what they were doing earlier in their career, kind of, even if it's, like... Yeah. You know. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, like it. I've always, I've, always, uh, I've always liked this album a lot. I actually have this... Funny enough, I have this. I bought this at... Uh, this on vinyl clear vinyl on hot topic when it came out <laughs> and I, no i looked it up like a couple years ago and they only made 2000 copies of it oh, and, shit. and it's only one pressing and i looked it up and it was worth like 150 bucks and i was kind of surprised i was like i think that's my most valuable record <laughs> it's this random fucking thrice album but anyway and it's 45 rpm which is kind of weird for a 12 is that inch. a lot apparently that's like the audio file speed and the first time i played it it was like <laughs> it was on 33 and third it sounded like satan coming up <laughs> but but you it, here's the other thing like you don't owe a band your loyalty no so no. It, it, it's okay to like not like their stuff now now if, if you don't you, guilt <laughs> right well right so it's like if a, if a band comes out with an album that you don't like you can just be like hey, it's it's not for me like you, you don't have to be like, I I feel so bad for not liking this because I it, it's okay to or like, like the like the band to like it. yeah yeah gotta listen to it more times and louder like I, I, I like, mean th- th- that's that's how that's how they get you really is just just cramming the song down your throat and then eventually it's like oh yeah this is my favorite song there's mm-hmm. people that see like like I, I listen to one podcast and the guy's a huge Pearl Jam fan and he's seen Pearl Jam like thirty five times or something. And I'm just like it's 34 too many. <laughs> well, once. So you see them once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I would see maybe like two or three times, but like, I just can't imagine. Like, I know that the Pearl Jam's known for like always like doing like a, a different set like all the time and stuff, but like, I, I just can't. I can't imagine like every time just being like, oh yeah. I hope they play Review Mirror, Review Mirror again. Like I don't know. <laughs> I hope they play Yellow Lead better. 
for the fortieth time. <laughs> Play well, tw- I mean, twice in one night. <laughs> if you're that big of a fan, you're not hoping for those. You're hoping for the deep cuts that you haven't heard them play. Before. Yeah, I always try to go on album album releases that are like um, they're playing the whole album. Which I wish I would have seen thrice on this album tour, but I think it, it was my favorite album, Arts in the Albums. But hmm. um, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I like when like a band plays an entire album live all the way through. Does I, it feel like you I can, don't like that. You don't like it? No, because it takes the element of surprise out of there. Because I know what's coming next. But what if they do a double set? Where they do like a mix? Like that's what Dream Theater did during their Images and Words 25th. Yeah, and when, I, and, and when I saw them for the Scenes of Memory thing. Um, that That's a little different because it's a concept album. And it, it takes you through like a whole ride kind of. But if like if ACDC did the whole Back in Black album track for track in a row i'm like i know what's coming next and yeah i couldn't i couldn't spread it play them all but yeah. spread it out so i'm surprised and don't play in the same order and <sighs> i don't know i'm a huge fan i'm just i'm just a huge huge fan of that like mm. I, because like i feel like it's the only way you can hear deeper cuts off the yeah. album yeah yeah like otherwise you're just gonna listen to like they're just gonna play the hits mostly. Rush did it for a tour. They did uh, the a moving pictures album. And it was like it was you know it was great. But oh, it was time like, machine. Yeah, but I was Dang. like, all right, when's camera I gonna come on? Because they've like never played that live, you know, pretty much. And I'm, like, I'm just kind of waiting for that. The other ones, yeah, I've heard a million times. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. So if, uh, if, I, I was very surprised you guys were only. Uh, only a, a few or one band that you could maybe kind of name. Every oh, besides ACDC and Rush, how many? Uh... Uh, Guns and Roses, which is easy. They only have a few. Um, <laughs> I mean, after trying, okay. So I could. I, I'm not a fan. Uh, let's see. Habitat Destruction. Mm-hmm. Use your illusion. Yeah. One and two, and then Chinese Democracy and uh, GNR Lies. That's it. Lies. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, it was in between the first two. It was like an EP, kind of. It was like half an album. Uh, it had a, a move to the city on it. Uh, Mama Kim's an Aerosmith cover. Um, one in a million was on it, which is the racist one. Well, people thought it was racist. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he used the N word. Right? He used the N word. But yeah. when if you listen to the whole verse, he he's using it sarcastically in the in the you know from the perspective of someone who would say it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I mean that makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I, that's how I use it like every day when, when I'm in traffic, <laughs> whenever you're angry with a certain group of people, uh, or, or when I'm at work and in, in line for lunch. <laughs> Right. Uh, the ATM. I think if you're gonna put in EPs, I can actually, I could probably name, I can definitely name every Metallica one, and I, I don't think yeah. you'd be able to do it, Nick. I don't know EPs, but I know all their albums. I'm pretty sure. Okay. What do you want me to try and name? Yeah. Them? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Injustice for All, Kill 'Em All, um, Load, Reload, Master Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Black Album. Um, if you want to count the S2M thing. Uh, Death Magnetic, Hardwired, mm-hmm. uh, the one after oh the it was like the L- L- La Centura or oh, how do you how do you pronounce that? And and Entura. How, the, how know, do the, you the newest, pronounce the it? One. No, seven two seasons. Oh, what was the one. first first song on it? Is the oh uh, yeah Entura. Sorry, yeah. I thought that was the name of it. Yeah. Uh, did I miss any? Like I missed one in the nineties, didn't I? You uh, so you missed Garage Inc., which is yeah. a covers album. Yeah, you missed In them. Utero. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you mi- uh, so you missed the uh, five dollar ninety eight cent EP. <laughs> That's a real name, Garage Days Revisited, which yes. is on which is on. And you're also missing their first demo slash EP, 
metal up your ass. So I, I technically got them all except for cover album and some weird EPs. No, and you're missing the Lulu out. The Lulu. Uh, that one I missed. I've never, I've never listened to that one. I don't think I've ever even pressed play. And that. you missed Jay's favorite album, St. Anger. Oh, yeah. Of course, because that's that my, is my least favorite, favorite one. So I, I love the snare drum sound. It's my favorite. I was really surprised that, that you weren't like, you know, dead. Yeah, I can definitely name all, all Dream Theater albums. I was kind of surprised by that. Like but I said, I, I can definitely do that one. No, that, that's what I said. Like these days, what what is considered an album? Because yeah, it, it's it's not, not always regular studio albums. You but know. but even with that, so like Justin Bieber, for instance, has uh, he has Believe. Then mm-hmm. he's got like the Believe digital deluxe version. Then he's got the Believe acoustic. Then mm-hmm. he's got the Believe you know live. And then so right. what you're saying is you're a big fan of Justin. Bieber. I fucking love Justin Bieber. <laughs> Sounds like you're huge. He so him. And Hanson and Third Eye Blind were all I listened to when I was deployed. Mm. Yeah, didn't you listen to? Um... Oh, Fallout Boy. Fallout. Yeah, Fallout yeah. Fall, Fall You Do was. Uh, was yeah, Fallout yeah. Boy phase. And and maybe some Taylor Swift. Ta- Taylor Swift was was, was really was really uh, around two thousand seven ish to two thousand nine, and then then I kind of got out of her for a while, but. You know, I had to let her take a break. Dave Matthews, Pink Floyd, Van Halen. Um, you can name her Pink Floyd album. Yeah, there's a lot of. I don't listen to all oh, of them, God, but I can name don't. them. All. Oh, please, please. I want to. I want to hear all the Sid Barrett stuff. Go. <laughs> I want to hear them in there's order. Te- there's only really two. Sid it's Barrett like Medler and. Uh, no, nah, he wasn't on any of that. He was on the first two. Was he wasn't it. on Medler. No. What, which one's the cow one? Adam Hart Mother. He wasn't on that. He wasn't on. He wasn't on the embryo one either. No, he was on. Uh, Piper the Gates of Dawn yes. and A Source Full of Secrets. That's it. Uh, mm. Is that the one where he um, he took a pencil on a rubber band? Boing, 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 boing. He was trying to make their own instrument. They were trying to make their yeah. own instruments. Yeah, or? that was A Source Full of Secrets. That was their, their concept. And then they were like, <laughs> and then they were like, maybe, they were like maybe we should kick this guy out of the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was doing a lot of acid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Who almost I think there's in the early days it was kind of confusing what's like an EP, what's an album. Same with really the Beatles, sure too. Yeah, it, 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 especially what's released in Europe to the US, the way things are released back right. in the day. The Eagles is easy; they only have six. Uh, Zeppelin's easy. Uh, yes, they have a, a bunch of shitty ones that have come out in the last oh, like ten oh, years. Zeppelin is easy because you go one, two, <laughs> three. Four uh, un- untitled, technically four. And <laughs> House then, is the holy. Physical graffiti. <laughs> physical graffiti. Presents are in three. That's where I get those mixed up. Which comes first, and then code, uh, and code pr- at the end. Presents. And then code at the end. That's it. Yeah. I have I have a first press of pre- of presents. Oh no, that's the one with um. Nobody's fault of mine. I think yeah. it's on that. Yeah. yeah. Achilles last stand. Is that Achilles last stand. That's one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. That one's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Muse, pretty much. There might be one I might be lazy on. A lot of people Boston. used to. A lot of people used to criticize Muse for sounding too much like Radiohead, especially early Muse. The uh, the, the Showbiz album. Uh, that one's a. Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see it on their first album. I, first one's cool. Yeah. None uh, of the n- none of the songs you know are on it though. It's like. I don't know if they, they played I, Woodstock '99 with that album. Did I ever tell you guys that I had a phase that, like, if I tried getting into a band, I would just download every single album they ever made, and then I would, for, <laughs> and I swear to God, I would force myself to listen through every album, and then I would make a decision of whether or not I like the band. I kind of do that, but with CDs. so logical. Yeah. I, I kind of uh, see. I'll get their greatest hits, and if I liked every single song, the greatest hits. 
then I would start with their earliest album and kind of work my way up. And then that's how I um, Beastie Boys is another legally, yes. allegedly legally, <laughs> Semi- allegedly illegally, semi-legally um, amassed like 15,000 songs <laughs> is that we just download entire discographies at 320 kilobytes per second mp3s mike has never heard of torrents Ooh. oh yes i have heard of no, torrents he has not heard of torrents i uh, know oh wait, hold on. i'm sorry as far sorry, as sorry, the sorry, fbi sorry, is concerned he has never <laughs> even heard of it what is, what is I- a lime wire what is, what is iso hunt <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for the ogs out there what is pirate bake can't get shut down for some reason. <laughs> is a lime wire just a tasty piece of rope? <laughs> I love how it's still like, I'm pretty sure it's piratebay.org still. I haven't been to Pirate Bay in years. I've never heard of it. It's still or, there. Or ever. I mean, actually. Oh, yeah. Really, no, I've never been there. Yeah, no. Definitely yeah, not. I mean, I might have been there in in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> So to, to play uh, devil's it's not a advocate, VPN joke. <laughs> yeah, and this is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> I wish Nord would sponsor me. <laughs> Wait, we do have a sponsor. Would you guys like a sponsor? Oh, yes. Okay. This better be good. All right. Let's see. It's been a while since we had a sponsor. Well, since we've decided to air our sponsor. Oh yeah, we've been we've been sponsored by our patrons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Shake weight. Has everyone forgotten about us? We are still available at Walmart and many other fine retailers. With the holiday season quickly approaching, Shake Weight makes a great gift idea for those trying to only get their forearms in shape and ready for next beach season. <laughs> we all know how tiring those hand jobs can be when your man is just taking too long. Whether you are a seasoned pro on camera or have just had a few too many that night, Shake Weight is for you. Shake Weight now comes in three different sizes medium, five pound, and white. Large eight pound in black and small three pound version on the go version in yellow. Shake weight pocket. That's stupid. I do like the jingle though that uh, that, that tickled my shake weight pocket. <laughs> anyway, to um throw like a to play devil's advocate for this. So instead of naming every album here's like an example of somebody so this this janitor in college he was kind of lonely and he saw me like cranking out the who and shit like that oh yeah get some vibes this is called shake weight oh really (laughs) shout out to edison (laughs) it's called shake weight i don't know that's the kind of thing you record in your bedroom i like it (laughs) uh so for this guy he couldn't he couldn't name me every album and all that but he was a huge fan of eras of bands okay and it was generally like the about 67 to like 71 72 in there so like the who he fucking loves early who doesn't listen to a shred of anything past the tommy album you know what i mean so he doesn't listen to quadrophenia or who's next which a lot of people say is like their top 10 album and stuff like that um yeah, he would listen to like early Jay Giles band. Uh, that has that has uh, this song on it, right? You're on the right track. Grand Funk Railroad, like their first like four albums, uh, or early Zeppelin. Like he wouldn't fuck with Presence or any of that shit. Like strictly early shit. It was uh, it was kind of strange. He was a harmonica player. He's actually a pretty good harmonica player. You're, you're brought, losing all the kids by naming all in. these these bands. I, I had a bunch of hipster friends that tried telling me that Piper at the Gates of Dawn was way better than like Dark Side of the Moon and no, they were, I was like they're, they're definitely wrong. No, no. No. I'm not sure if I even no. put it in their top half of albums. <laughs> I I used to Honestly. I used to be really into like 
late 80s metallica like all their lives i would try to find all the live albums and stuff like i thought that was like the best era of metallica because they're in their like injustice for all type of like, mm-hmm. like i thought like they were at their like peak musicianship wise that a dvd they did in like seattle i think it is live shit binged and purged <laughs> no that's the that's not that the mexico city one no well they did it in seattle i, I no, it's not it, it, sure it, is that the one from the black the black uh, album tour no, that's in Live Shit Binge and Purges. Uh... Out of curiosity, what nationality is Kirk Hammett? He's Filipino and Mexican, I think. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, Live Shit Binge and Purge is a release in 93, but it was uh, at Seattle Coliseum, San Diego Sports Arena, and uh, in Mexico City, all three. What so we're both th- right. they recorded on the on the Black Album tour? Uh, nineteen eighty nine through ninety three. So oh, so during Inju- so the one I'm thinking of is always on like when they're doing Injustice. Mm. That's when I I always think of the Seattle one. Seattle yeah. one wasn't the eighty nine one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but we might. I'm not sure. If, we might be thinking the same. I, I'm thinking of one with their. They they didn't play any Black Album stuff. Speaking, water. <laughs> spe- speaking of, uh, this is also brought to you by another foam brewers. Shout out to foam brewers. Ooh. This is called, and it's almost Halloween here. Uh, what the hell is this called? Dead, <laughs> dead wax. When you need some foam in your life, make it dead wax foam. <laughs> when you need bubbly white stuff in your mouth. <laughs> Do you guys know what dead wax even is? Uh, no. So no. in the center of a in the center oh, of a vinyl, yeah, in the center of a record, um, there's such thing as dead wax, where the the edge of the vinyl record and then the needle spins into, and if you don't have it on an automatic one, it'll know that it's in the dead wax and it'll pick up and reset. But like mine is all manual, so like it'll just sit there forever, dun dunk, dun dunk, dun dunk, in the dead wax. Ooh, I like that, but. Uh, some albums like uh, Sgt. Pepper's. Um, You're so bad at porn. I know. <laughs> Jesus. There's been zero improvement. <laughs> Damn. Such a spreadsheet. Where's that, where's that beer pouring spreadsheet? Um, but like Sgt. Pepper's has like loops on on the dead wax where it just kind of does certain. I forgot what it does. So, so that's kind of like on multi effects processors how it has like a, a record effect. It's usually just like. And it just kind of sounds like that. The, yeah, that's that's pretty close <clears throat> to a dead wax, the dead wax sound. Um, that could also be the beginning where there's technically dead wax too, but usually you re- refer to the the inner the inner side of it, mm. inner thigh of the wax. <laughs> I always learn something here. It's pretty. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, what you is can that? taste the wax. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, this is uh, boiled down uh, plastic into here uh, is, from is the a, records. <laughs> is this a double IPA? You said. Um, I don't know. It is a or just a strong IPA. It's six point eight percent. It just says pure beer, so we just got to trust it. <laughs> it's just beer, baby. Um, it literally doesn't say. Oh yeah, just an I- just a single IPA. So, sure, <clears throat> we'll go with it. Okie dokie. 
Um, do you want to bring up like dirt on artists that we like? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't have. A, I was trying to think off the top of my head. I was trying to. I was. I was trying to search for stuff. Um, I have a huge one. Didn't really that, that like almost ruined music listening for me in general. Michael Jackson. So, Go ahead. Um, no, a band called Azalea Dying. I'm a ma- I was a massive fan of Azalea Dying. That's an album. That's that's a group that like I could name all their albums. I loved all their stuff, and like um, yeah, you know, I, I I seen them once. I was gonna see them again. I had I bought their bought their documentary DVD with a live DVD on the side of it. Did all the things, you know. I had multiple shirts from them. Who did they and, murder? Uh, oh, and it's yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna go to that. Uh, oh, so true. Tim Labesis was like always like this really buff dude. So and this plays into the story, not because I'm bi curious. <laughs> um, he he was, but not because you're not bi curious. <laughs> but not because I'm not bi curious. But anyway, unrelated to my bi curiousness. <laughs> um, he uh, he he was like a member at a Gold's gym, and. I guess he was doing steroids. It's a great place to be by curious, by the way. (laughs) I guess he was doing steroids. And at some point, like him and his wife were going to like get a divorce and he adopted children with her. I'm not sure if he had any, I I think they had one or two of their own, but they adopted children too. And like, I guess he, he thought that like she was going to take his children away from him. So he tried hiring somebody to kill her. And it turned out to be like it turned out to be like an FBI agent. <laughs> like, oh, somebody was talking. He was talking to somebody like nonchalantly at the Gold's Gym. Like, you know, I, I can only imagine the conversation, right? Like, he's like, he's, he's doing a bench press, right? He's, he's huge, Yo, so he's bench pressing like three fifty, probably doing a max rep or something. Mm-hmm. Guy spotting them, you know, giving them the two fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they get up and he's like, hey. uh... No, but I can kill my wife. <laughs> Just no subtlety. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I mean, uh, how so- can you even make that subtle? Like, hey, you know anybody I can like fucking <laughs> chop my wife in pieces and bury her somewhere in the box? So, so like, so the, obviously the person like reports the authorities, but they do it in a way where they actually sent like an in undercover agent in to like get him to to actually go through and do like a deal. Yeah. And he ended up paying like something like, I think it was ridiculous, like $4,000. That's like, all it costs. Not that much. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he should have probably known. Like that's like, that's like, it, it wasn't that much. So anyway, he, he went to like, leg, like prison, prison, you know, obviously he was only there. Of course he was there on good behavior. He got out in like two years or something like that, two or three years. But, it was one of those things where it just, I was just like, I can't, like, I, I like, I, I grew up listening to the songs and shit like that. Like, me and my friend would play them, you know, like, like he was a drummer and I'd play guitar and shit like that. And, like, I, I made, like, a cover of it, like, by myself of one of their songs. And now I'm sitting there, like, being one of the biggest fans of this band and being like, what the fuck? It almost, like, it almost completely ruined the music listening for me for a while because I was so pissed off. Like, mm. what am I supposed to like? I can't not say I don't like the music that like he's made, but now I have to <laughs> deal with like he just tried murdering his wife. <laughs> That's like <laughs> I, I can't imagine how people who are really into Michael Jackson 
felt. Just about the same or like, yeah. or like R. Kelly or Chris yeah. Brown but, or. I, I mean, like, does that really? I mean, yeah, it might feel you might be disappointed, but is that really going to affect your the music for you? I mean, I, I don't know. For for me, I, I I still rock out Michael Jackson all the fucking time. I don't care. I I, I don't know because I'm not that connected to Michael Jackson. That that'd be like if like they it turned out one of the handsome dudes like got uh, convicted for diddling a kid or something. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like I think I think that would probably be the same thing because I could yeah. I could never like sing along to the song anymore. Like it was just yeah. You just I, always think about it and it comes on Spotify and you're like next. Yeah. yeah. yeah Jimmy Page he openly had a 13 year old girlfriend. Didn't didn't Ted Nugent like adopt his wife or something? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. He like a dot. He like like, like he had, did. He have a first wife or or something? Because his wife, Ted his wife now, adopt, I think is like pretty similar age to him. Adopted. I'm just gonna type an adopted wife. <laughs> Snopes. Did Ted Nugent adopt an underage girl so he could marry her? Uh fucking. I mean, he did have a song called Jailbait. So unproven. Ooh. Ted Nugent started a relationship with a 17-year-old girl when he was 30 years old in 1978, although the Jailbait singer once said that he got parental approval to date teenage girls, and on a 1988 episode of VH1 program behind the music claimed he became the legal guardian of one of them. We have not been able to independently verify the latter claim. So he said it. But I remember seeing a video on VH... I remember seeing that, like, an interview with her on VH1. Saying that it was, yeah, wife P- Pele Mesa. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what, what's funny with the Azalea dying thing, real quick, is that like they got back together like a year or two after Tim got out of the band. Like the rest of the band members tried forming another band, which was essentially Azalea dying with like another vocalist. Because all Labesis wrote some of the music, but wrote all the lyrics and like was like almost a producer type with like the music, and obviously was like the main vocalist. And by vocalist, I mean he just screamed. <laughs> but um, they they formed another band, but it didn't really you know didn't have the same heights as as like dying. And then now they're back together, and like it, what pisses me off even more is that the music that I made is like really good. And I was like listening to, I listened to the album, like, this is really good. And I was like trying not, I was like, I don't want to enjoy this because like, how can I, it's like, you know, at some point you just got to be like, this dude made a mistake. Yeah. You know, everybody tries to kill their wife sometimes. Every, yeah, it's, it's, they make a song about it. Everybody tries to kill, I I don't know. (laughs) But probably, right? But. Yeah. Anyway, Vince Neil with the manslaughter thing. Oh yeah, you know? that that people forget about that one. I I didn't know that till I watched the movie. Yeah. Um, which is called, I knew that which was called Dirt. We're talking about Dirt. Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a cool movie. Keith Moon was like really fucking abusive towards his wife and shit. Like he beat the fuck out of her. The most disappointed I've been was finding out that Rush used to dabble in some cocaine once in a while <laughs> oh man and they, they, Nick. they i mean and they they barely use it it was like strictly like they're they're just, on like their seventh show in six just on days friday night 
and it was like they literally needed somebody maybe, to get them maybe, through the show. Maybe, you know, every once in a while, we just freebased it a little bit. <laughs> they, they, hire, they hire a babysitter. It was yeah. literally like some gummers just to get and, through and, a you show. Know, we would just hire a babysitter and just cut it with some uh, baking soda <laughs> and then uh, smoke it. You know, uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Wait, wait, oh, Nick, <laughs> Nick, did you just use the term gummer? Yeah. You're such a druggie. <laughs> I had a lot of friends in college that were druggies. Anyway, so in my searching for uh, different shit like that, I came across this on Quora, which is uh, Quora's uh, dog is shit. That like the poor man's it's, Reddit. Uh, Quora is one hundred percent AI, AI generated. They generate really? all the questions, and actually, they generate like ninety nine percent of the questions and about ninety nine percent of the answers. Even if it's nine years ago, yeah, really, hmm. maybe. Hmm. This is from David Stewart. Up, up to like He's five a years teacher ago. in Australia. And this was nine years ago. And he, he put in there, if you were to create the worst band possible, and when he means by that, I think he means like the most volatile band possible that will not get along whatsoever, who would you include in this all-star lineup? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so he started with drums, Ginger Baker from Cream. I don't okay. know if you guys are familiar with him. Oh, yeah. He was like fucking out there, borderline psychosis half the time, manic, he'll, just, he'll punch you for no fucking reason kind of guy. This maniac, or an incredible drummer, but a complete maniac. What about um? Very hard to get along with. Put it. That what way. about uh, oh God? What's that famous drummer? The one that throws the cymbals. Oh God. Um, oh, that was that they mentioned in that movie. Um, oh Jesus Christ! The the uh, a Whiplash movie they mentioned. Yeah. It. I don't remember. It was like an old jazz drummer. The f- why? Are you talking about Buddy Rich? Buddy, Buddy Rich. Rich. I yeah. thought it was somebody else they were talking about. No, it was Buddy Rich. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he, he would definitely be up there. Uh, right. there. There's tapes of him going off on his bandmates like l- later in his career. He's like, I, I play with all the, I play with Sinatra, I play with the best fucking people. You fucking schmucks, I can't take this anymore. And, it, and he'll do that over like one bad band, like one like the trombone player. He heard one fucking note in the middle of the song, like, get the fuck out of here. He'll kick him out on like on the spot. Jeez. He'll embarrass the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's actually a good point. Um, I'm not really a rock player, but. Um, Sid Vicious on bass from Sex Pistols, he put. Yeah, he went to jail, right? At some point? Um, probably. <laughs> <Or Linda. laughs> you know, the bass players are always so nice. It's kind of hard to find like a mean bass player. <laughs> yeah, they do have a more chill vibe, don't they, in general? Oh, he, he, he did. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But Sid Vicious. Did he get, have a corpse did he get murdered to play in bass? prison? <laughs> Just the corpse to play bass. He's so volatile. Spoking. <laughs> that would be one of the worst bands if he had a dead bass player. <laughs> that wouldn't be very Just good. Just sitting there rotting on stage. For for Lee Guitar, he put Ying Wee Malstein. I could kind of see that with him just showboating and tossing his, his oh yeah Ying constantly over his back. I, his I would guitar. I would I would say Ted Nugent over Yingwei. Yeah, he's up there too because then but Ted Nugent would also bring guns. Yeah, how do you pronounce Malmsteen's first uh, name? I don't know. I, I say Yingwei. Yeah, he he's probably listening to our pod and. This guy, this guy, turning put it the, off right now. <laughs> this guy put that he has the biggest ego in rock and roll. The man who once had his backing band perform behind a curtain for an entire tour, <laughs> so no one could take the focus away from him when he was on stage. He would want every song to be totally focused on Who's his soul. Is he's just he's talking about why he put uh, Yingwei? Oh, okay, okay. Um, technically impressive guitar wizardry would clash with uh, everybody else. Do you know what I don't need? Uh, Ingve scalped frets. Ooh. Yeah, what the hell. <laughs> 
I don't need those to bend. How hard are you pressing that you need scalloped frets? I don't know. I, I never. I never. Maybe I just never played one with scalloped frets. Have you? Mm-mm. I don't see the allure. I, I don't push hard enough to even feel the fretboard usually. So, uh. for for lead vocals, he put Anthony Kiedis from Chili Peppers. I don't really see that so much. Maybe he, I mean, he said he's kind of an annoying singer, which like is highlight right there. Maybe early Gotta Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Uh, he, this part's pretty funny. He said, put uh, David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar as ex-members of Ooh. the band. Ooh. <laughs> I would love to see David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar at the same time. <laughs> He's on, the same, on the same stage. And see them like try to one-up each other. Yeah, that, well, yeah. they did that for a tour. Did they? Yeah, they, there was one tour in like the mid-90s <laughs> wow. that they, they split it. And they would argue over who would open and who would close the show. They wouldn't be on stage <laughs> at the same time. But they would do a first half and a second half with intermission. Uh, we're just always in the argument with, nobody wants to see Van Hagar. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they all do. But uh, his, he gave like a one sentence. He said that because every good band needs a disgruntled foreign member who is happy to go to the press and claim everything they did since they left has been crap. <laughs> and he, he chose a producer as well. He chose Phil Spector. I'm not, oh, I'm not yeah. that familiar with him. Um, yeah, he, tr- he I think he produced some of the... Beat? No, not not the Beatles. I'm sorry. He said uh, because um, if somehow this band of he, misfits, he murdered people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it, it, if somehow they ever managed to produce something worth hearing and wrote a song worth recording, Spectre would screw it up with an orchestra, back choir, and other embellishments. So he is he known for that? Like having a lot of orchestra shit. Yeah. Who's I'm trying to find like his discography, but yeah, he uh, he he murdered uh, Lana Clarkson. Who's that? Uh, an actress, some, some dead chick, an actress. Uh, he shot her in the mouth. Jesus, he produced while I, in, I can, while in his I can mansion. Tina Turner. Oh my God, he suicided her. <laughs> he no, he he un unlived her or something. <laughs> you're supposed to say now. Oh, unalived. Yeah. Unalived. Specter told Esquire in July 2003 that Clarkson's death was an accidental suicide and that she kissed the gun. Like I said. Oh, my goodness. All right. Happens he, to the best of he us. He produced some George Harrison records. That's why I, I, I said the Beatles, and I was like, not the Beatles, it's George Martin. But I know he did. I feel like he did like Paul McCartney, too. I might be wrong. Um... I'm not sure. It's only come up with like his biggest hits. Bana, bana, God, he's a bana. weird looking dude. Holy shit! Yeah, he's very weird. He looks like the 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 oh. the goblin things from Harry Potter. Yeah, he must have produced the, this the album. ones in the bank. Right, <laughs> <laughs> his number one masterpiece. <laughs> God, that's why he murdered because of the ear that song. <laughs> it was just in his head constantly as an earworm that wouldn't go. Away. <laughs> All right, well, I have a a quick little side topic. Jay, you inspired me to do something. Oh, thank God. All right, while you bring up your side topic, I'm going to bring your surprise. Hold on. Oh, oh shit, there's a surprise. So you inspired me with your your letters to the editor sort of thing as you speak. You you you, you love writing hate letters when you oh, get disgruntled. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, like in bad reviews. When you feel right, like... Got extra sauce <laughs> when you feel like you've been wronged. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to write such a letter. Oh, shit. I wasn't going to do anything. But then I was like, what would Jay do? <laughs> he would write a letter. To I, whom it may concern. <laughs> Dear sir or madam. Is that an arrogant bastard? I thought I saw something red. Oh, you'll see. All right. So 
Here we go. I'm, I'm just going to read my email. You ready? All right. Are you done yet? Uh, Did I miss it? No. Damn. (laughs) I I needed you to be here for this one. This letter is to our not friends at Treehouse Brewing. Oh, yes. Shots fired. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait. What's what's the context of this? Or will I? Will I? You'll 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 see. You'll be playing. I'm going to insert explosions here. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Now we uh, have never been sponsored by them before. And here's the reason why we will never be sponsored by them. Hello, I am spending my anniversary with my wife in Boston. I have never been to Treehouse before. I have had eight or so different beers that my buddy from the area brought back to me years ago, and I was very impressed. I was looking at your website to see <clears throat> what you had on tap, and first I was very confused as to which location was the main one. I had asked someone who had been there before, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> my wife does not drink beer and no food That's menu. me, by the way. <laughs> What's his address? <laughs> my wife does not drink beer and no food menu was even listed. I'm sure you have it, but it's not there. Uh, the draft list looks amazing, but then I start seeing all of these rules and procedures. I just wanted to go in for lunch, get a couple of flights, and enjoy myself. Instead, I need to get a bracelet in advance and order from a kiosk and parking procedures and not get flights or try a bunch of different things, even though it's like the only time I get to go. Then after seeing all that, I decided to just pick up some different cans, and the website says you can't get single cans, and the only way to get four packs is through this site in which that section is down. I am sure that all of these ridiculous rules and procedures are deterring more patrons than just myself. I've been to over 75 breweries and none of which treat customers like that. I will be going to Trillium instead. I have zero desire to visit your establishment until you stop inventing unnecessary rules. Maybe the owner was the hall monitor in school. <laughs> Best of luck with the rulemaking. Please do not reply. Oh man. Yeah. Do you, um, do you want to hear something funny? Yes. I was, I heard that they, for that, for the Jurassic park thing, theme park that they pretty much made for, mm-hmm. for the brewery. Um, they spent like something I I forget the exact number, but I want to say it's like thirty million dollars on it. God, they paid it all back in like eight months. So really, yeah. You, apparently, people liked it. Yeah. I went there and I was like, why? Why, why do I, mean, I have their stuff's good? It's yeah, all fours. So the way you do it is you go in there and there's a kiosk. And then you buy essentially you their beer is all one price, um, and you buy like two, you buy like tickets of beer essentially, right at the kiosk, and then you go up to the bar afterwards, and then you just choose what beer you want, and that like fulfills it, like on the system. And it's all with like your phone. And I'm everything. feeling my Dennis Reynolds <laughs> right yeah. bubble up Instead, inside and, me right now. And exactly. you pay, and you pay at you <clears throat> don't pay at the bar. You pay like when you check out on your phone. And Aspire is kind of like that in Middletown, kinda, kind of sort of, but not the same. Not as annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little bit more like oh, <clears throat> just go sit down. Um, and then like you order something and we'll just bring something to you, which is kind of cool. I like, kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, it needs to be hybrid. Like, like when you go to Taco Bell, you can order at the kiosk or you can still go up to the counter and pay. And oh, talk the kiosk? To Ta- Taco yeah. Bell always sets the standards. That, yeah, always <laughs> they are the gold standard for everything <laughs> these days. But, uh, but yeah, I was, and I bought glasses from there. I still like the beer. They had some cool stuff, but like. Yeah, I I was just kind of very not like I'm not about it. I don't want to feel like I'm at a theme park. I want to feel like I'm at a brewery. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I don't know. The whole thing was just kind of funny to me. I love Trillium though. Shout out to Trillium. I'll be there soon. 
Yes. Which one are you going to? Uh, probably the Seaport one. Oh, you could go to the one. I haven't been to that one, so that's cool. Uh, actually, no. I think there's a... There's a Canton one. Yeah, no, I think the Canton one. I think that's closer yeah. to... That's on the way back. We were doing an, es- an escape room. Oh, no, the Canton... No. Canton one's outside of Boston, like 20 minutes outside Oh, of never mind. The Seaport one. Okay. That one. That one's... Uh, yeah, that one's on the... What they call that? There's... Whatever's closest to the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Boston. Have you been to Boston? I have not. It's really... It's actually really cool. It's like... So imagine like New York City, but like cleaner somehow. Like there's I can't less... I can't imagine any city being worse. Than... <laughs> yeah. So like near, like it's it's it feels more, like it feels more like cobblestone. It, more co- it's like older, like yeah. definitely a lot older. None of the streets make any goddamn sense. But like there's only one borough. Yeah, there's only one borough, but like it, this, the, Cambridge the city is, almost the city like is remarkably clean. Like mm-hmm. it, it's super nice. Like they, it seems like the, the citizens there like treat it well. Like there's a lot more like visible history. Yeah, hmm. you know, it, it, yeah. in New York it's there, but you gotta like hunt for it. Like oh, this is like oh, the in New York when they were planning the maps yeah. in like 1680 or something. Yeah. And New York was <laughs> a lot of shit was like wood and it was like knocked down and shit. Yeah, like, you can cut. You can go. You can go see Paul. You can go walk in Paul Revere's house. Oh shit! And like it's still there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's things like that where like like in Boston that you can do that's kind of like whoa. Like you, they they have the oldest standing, continuously running restaurant, and it's only since 1826. It was like the Beekman Arms right here in Rhinebeck. Like George Washington stayed there and shit. Yeah. Like that doesn't maybe because that was a hotel it, it, back it, then. It, it might have shut down for a year or two months. Yeah, that's bull, that's a well, I mean that, claim, that's man. that's Brotherhood it's Winery. It's that, literally like a hundred years older. Brotherhood Winery gets the uh, gets the title of America's oldest continuous uh, winery because mm-hmm. they've been open since like seventeen fifty something, and they stayed open during uh, during prohibition making wine for the priest. Check what you got so. Uh, as a sponsor for all this boring history bullshit, it's got treats. Um, uh, this this bit is sponsored sponsored by Pretz Larb flavored. Thank you, Pretz. What the hell, What's so, the hell so, You're gonna find out because I'm gonna have you try some. Oh, this could God. be a, this could be a, a new thing. I this like could this be direction. The best thing or the worst thing of every. I'm like this direction, Jay. Look, look, right. le- leave it to the fat guy to come up with a, a food tasting oh, thing. food. <laughs> okay, it's salty and spicy. Crunchy. You could do this with like weird flavored pop tarts and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. So Diane gets the uh, snack crate, and this is from Thailand. I like it. So uh, yeah, it's larb. It's uh, not quite as good as a. Uh, hey, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of the spicy ramen I have at home. Oh yeah, kind of. I'm not digging it. What the hell, is oh, larb? It's man? larb. <laughs> what is larb? larb? Tell me it's like welcome or some shit. Like no, that. I, I think it's I think it's like that picture that's on it. It's like um, salty and meaty and yeah, veggies wet, wet and spicy. Welcome. Yeah. Oh shit! But um, to explain it, nope, that's Thai Taiwanese. The spice won't go away. It's lingering. Oh. Be true to yourself and say hello. Me time. That's what it says. <laughs> That's quite the advert. Thank you, Pretz. Mike, Pretz, I, I stole a peek at what you got back there. The surprise. <laughs> I stole a peek. No, you didn't. I, I, just, didn't. I just did. 
Is that a 6.66% alcohol? Ladies and gentlemen, I found for you a limited edition beverage series. Oh, power up. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. ACDC Juicy IPA for Nicholas and for the rest of the band to enjoy. For the power up Ooh. album. They put out one. By, like, Deco- by Decadent Ales in the uh, oh. Marinac, New York. They made that? What? Yeah. It's power up and oh. it's limited edition. This is in Thrifty right now. Don't you ever talk bad about Thrifty ever again. Wow. Or I was about to say, where do you find ACDC beer? I, I saw it in the fridge. Usually, I saw it in the fridge. I usually go into, and I'm like, I looked at it. I was like, I don't know if I want to bring this to the counter and be the guy buying the ACDC beer. <laughs> but <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did it for you though, Nick. <laughs> and, the, and the and the guy behind the counter's judging eyes as I slide across the ACDC. Oh, he, there's nothing beer. to judge there. He's like, this guy's old as shit. Even though he looks what he should judge that as. And uh, for the for the listeners, <laughs> perfect form. Ten out of ten sucks dick. <laughs> he sucked oh, ten out of funny. ten dicks. <laughs> he didn't turn any of them down. Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a dick. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have a good reason to. <laughs> You're just like eh. <laughs> While in Rome, if Rome is everywhere all the time, <laughs> offering yeah, that, dicks. That, that might be the best one tonight. No, yeah. it's not. You're just biased. I am very biased, but it still might be the best one tonight. It's definitely the coldest one tonight. Cracking open some boys with the cold ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. I mean, it's not like it's it, it's not like it's, 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 not like, it's not like Brian Johnson went into the brewery brewery <laughs> tiptoeing around going, "Get the bread and bread, gotta get the hops in the double hop, yeah!" Like, it, it, like he did. he got his liver disease all over everything. And the juice in the in the hell yeah! <laughs> they're, ra- they're raising the the. You, you got to boil. They're boiling the mash first. Whatever he's like. It's like thunder. <laughs> thunder. And the guitarist varicose veins gets all over everything. <laughs> His fucking boy shorts. And, and <laughs> Angus Young's just running around for no reason with like full stacks of marshals inside the. And or Brian Johnson's just <laughs> hopstrung. Yeah. <sighs> This is the point the workers don't even acknowledge them anymore. <laughs> There's also a thing that says uh, it says knuckle bonds in the corner. I don't know what that means. Have you been to Deck and Nails yet? No. It, it's attached to the the halftime that's in Mimernick. Really? Yeah. It's it's awesome. I only went once. I really want to go back. They have like some crazy flavors. They'll have like blueberry pancake, uh, fucking IPA, and they'll have a lot of weird I went shit. To, uh, I went, uh, Defiant was the one I went to. That's near there. Yeah, they, they both start with a D. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, uh, shout, uh, shout out to only, blueberry pancakes. <laughs> shout out to blueberry pancakes. Someone say blueberry can- pancakes, but in the Brian Johnson voice. <laughs> blueberry pancakes. Uh-huh. Blueberry pancakes. You do have to do the belly roll. <laughs> For the audience, I'm walking around with my you like prance around. <laughs> Now and 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 now
just ask AI to make a ACDC song about a beer? Shut the drill, ready to kill. I'm a smash this juicy IPA in my mouth and then don't care. It's 6.66%. Because I'm on the highway to hell. Yeah. Oh. I really hope that everything was just cut. <laughs> it just goes directly from us talking about, uh, hey, we're in a band to this. <laughs> so is this 6.66? I, I, the, the, oh, it is. Yeah. It is 6.66. They can't do that. They can't make it that precise, can they? Mm-hmm. I mean... If you if you got like not really if, if you got like automated equipment you can get pretty close. Mm. You just got to measure. Just the gravity. add like extra vo- uh, vodka. If well, you just like- have to have Brian Johnson <laughs> sing over it. <laughs> yeah, he, he makes it. Be- he makes it. Be- he makes it. It becomes six point six. It's like dripping. <laughs> yeah. He's just spitting all into the. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> he just sticks. He just sticks his face in the boiling water. <laughs> it's, it's like. <laughs> Did you ever see that, that that Jim Brewer skit where he's doing the ACDC voice? No. Oh, dude, he's like, he's like, dude, they, they could, you know, the singer Brian Johnson. You know, you can't even understand half of what he says, but it doesn't fucking matter. They could take the hokey pokey and tear that shit up. And he gets, he has a live band playing behind him. They just play like an ACDC sort of riff, and he's like, you do the how you put you put your left foot. Really good. He does. Uh, he actually sang with Rob Halford from Juice Priest oh, on, really? on a radio thing once. I saw this fucking Jim Brewer. Did? Yeah, he does. Oh, wow. He does Juice Priest and ACDC very, very well. Every time in 2015, it was Joanna Cespedes' first game, and and I was watching the Mets City Field with my father. And uh, all of a sudden, Jim Brewer just like walks up from like we're like in section one hundred. We're in the standing section, but we just stood there all night. Yeah, and he, he came he's walking a huge up, math fan. and he like stood right there. And I was, my dad looked at me. He's like, "Isn't that the guy from Half Baked?" <laughs> yeah. I watched him do like a twelve minute bit on the. I think the year after that, when we got uh, the trumpet guy for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. he sucked that first that first year. Yeah. And he was, or was it Familia, the guy before that? I forgot which, but the one, he was like, he blew 16 saves like in a row or whatever. And he's like, not one, not two. And he just keeps going. He did like 12 minutes of that. He's just hating on the Mets the whole year. He's like, it's my sick mind. I can't get my hand on I know Jay's riveted right now. No, um, no, I was, I was looking at, I, I didn't know who, well, <laughs> I didn't know who Jim Brewer was, so yeah. I, don't, I don't recognize him. Really? Yeah. You never watched that fake? I think I might have. He's I, like I the, he, he was like, he does like the stereotypical stoner. And yeah, he does look like a stoner for sure. So uh, I found something. Mike, can you go to Spotify and can you type in a band called Canadian Stud Muffin? <laughs> and Canadian. The album Orgy. Jim Brewer looks like uh, Chandler uh, from Friends, but like the poor man's version of him. A lot of poor men today. That's like uh. the third poor man. <laughs> anyway, so on this day in Hold rush on, I f- I history, found, I found a I found a fucking profile. I didn't find a band though. Oh. Did you find it in? Yeah, I found it. You said on this day in rush history, Canadian <laughs> stud muffin in rush history. This song was released by Canadian stud muffin. Canadian stud muffin. When you want a muffin but you want it studly, make sure it's Canadian. What is it called again? <laughs> Canadian. Flavor. <laughs> yes, no, what, what is the song called? The album, uh, sorry, the song is called 
Me, you, and Getty Lee. Ooh. It is poorly produced. <laughs> of course it is. I'm going to try and find the lyrics. Yeah, I can't find it. It's there. I just looked through it. It's not there. I listened to it on the way here. Nope, and we're in a band. Do you, do, <laughs> do you have safe search on? All right, well, I'll get to the lyrics then. Jeez. I found me, you, and Jesus. But Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I hate that slapback delay. Remember back in 79, there was nothing to do. We went to see Russian Toronto and get a late What? And he took you backstage. You didn't care that I was sick. I was in the bathroom throwing up, and that's why I hate that prick. Is he talking about being the third wheel? I think he's... With he's Giddy having, having sex with his wife? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. He's cuck. I thought he was... No, he's I thought Giddy was fucking cool. You said I'm sorry, so we went to Burger King. And who was there but Giddy? And I said, And you slapped me really good and fell into his arms. The same as I am puzzled how you could fall for that guy's charms. Yeah, it's not there. Well, I'm gonna have to cleanse my uh, brain of this song. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrible. Huh? That, that'll that'll make my suicide worth something. I sounded that to not exists. have to hear that. It'll be, it'll be in your note. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, but uh, but make sure my voice is like echoed, like on both sides. <laughs> also released today was a, a Scenes of a Memory album, and apparently Ooh. in Dance of Eternity song, there's a tribute to a section of Free Will by Rush in that song. I never really noticed that before. I don't know it well enough. But probably. I mean, Dance of Eternity has all sorts of crazy shit in mm. it. I've never listened for this. but I got a buddy that could play Dance of Eternity on guitar all the way through. Mm. It's madness. Shout out to Brian if he uh, listens. He's not listening. I haven't listened to this song all the way through it many times. Only a couple. We just have to get to the one part. This is not Dance of Eternity, though, is it? (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I just (laughs) wanted... That's what we should do one day, is like listen to that album all the way through and just like sing along and do everything that we would normally do to it, but all three of us together. I get to start exactly that sounds the sounds erotic. It does. And I, I'll eventually be naked and like halfway through. I like how they have like their own album <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah. So, that's when you know you made it. <laughs> <laughs> so meta. <laughs> There's a, a horrible rap album uh, by the Kinfolk Kia Shine, and in every song he alludes to other songs on that same album. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It's really, really bad. So, my my point about the reason why I did the whole fan thing, by the way, was that I was I was 
trolling you guys with how like man has left uh, Dream Theater. Yeah. And um, man has not been replaced. Stop calling man. He is a god. <laughs> I was just trying to see how many times I could do it. <laughs> He's been replaced with a far superior drummer. Like, audience, do you like this drumming? It's not Mangini. <laughs> but, uh, I just, when when they got rid of, when, when he left and they still kept on going, I was just like, eh, I'm done with this band. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know, like, I, I thought he, I think M- M- Mike Portnoy is... Um, I think Mike Portnoy is a much, much more than just a drummer. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yeah, he I is mean, he is an integral... Like, as I said, I think the singer, they could get a new singer and I'd probably care less. Dude, they could replace John Young and I'd probably care less. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I mentioned this when after I saw them with Devin Townsend. Um... The drummer for Animals as Leaders was ten times the drummer Mangini was. Like every single normal beat that the studio was playing was better than any fill that Mangini did the entire night. Now I, I love the albums with Mangini, but he's just not that great of a drummer. Yeah. He is. I don't. I, I'm not actually trying to better make fun me, of me for damn sure. But <laughs> I'm not trying to actually make fun of Mangini. I, I was just trying to. I was just trying to troll Nick for a little. The ambidextrous no. style that he has invented. Is insane. It's no one's I, ever but done. But he that doesn't before. do anything with it. That's the problem. I, yeah, I, I just don't like. I I, I just I seen I, like I've only seen Dream Theater with M- Mangini, and then I just was immediately pissed off that his symbols were way in the air. I was just immediately yeah. like, I was like, why are your symbols I, I heard, so I high? Him, I heard him address that. He says they're actually really not that high. He makes them seem higher because he like embellishes. You know, he'll do a full stretch, but he's hitting like the top of the symbol, not the closer part. So it, it's really not. It looks a lot further. He's also a short guy. Uh, he's like five seven or something like that. Those man um, symbols like are like ten feet in the air. Yeah, I mean, sounds they like a lot of excuses. <laughs> they are. Uh, but to be able to get to I all could, that, I, just could play, quick, I could play that on guitar. His uh, his drum solo in Live at Luna Park is insane. I still haven't heard anything Free Will on here yet. This is um, I forgot. This is the masturbation song. That's right. But they just masturbate for for, yeah. for, for fucking seven minutes. Let's see. And his uh his like his knowledge of drums and time signatures and shit. It's like it's insane. I've watched like his uh it's like his own like master classes and stuff. And he does uh it, it, it's it's insane. he does uh, like one on one lessons. You can like pay like five grand or whatever. He'll do like a one on one with you. It's pretty cool. I'm Jordan, trying, Jordan Rudis is the same thing. Yeah. I'm trying to listen for the free will. I don't hear it. I haven't heard anything. Maybe we'll find it. Maybe it's towards the end. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll listen to it. We'll how how far into it are we? We're, we're four, mi- four out of six minutes. So. Great song. One last time. This is the next song. <laughs> Yes. All right. So uh, this day, music history in 2019. We can keep this on. Right? Yes. Um, Kurt Cobain. How fucking famous do you have to get for it? I know I've said this before, but this is insane. Especially because they have a comparison here. Uh, in 2019, the Olive Green 
fucking mohair cardigan that he wore during their MTV Unplugged famous session thing, right? The sweater sold at auction. Oh yeah. For two hundred and sixty million. Oh, sorry, thousand euros. A sweater. I, I would have believed the two hundred million, honestly. And the the comparison, a, a custom Fender guitar that he had built for himself that he used on the Utero tour in, in Utero tour, sold for about the same two sixty five. A fucking sweater sold for the same as a guitar by the I same mean, guy. I mean, he wore it on the Unplugged. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's one of their more famous. He wore it one day. He wore this other thing for an entire. He used this other thing for an entire tour. It but does weigh more. It costs way more. I would argue that that's probably one of the most famous unplugged albums. And it's ugly as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <grunge. laughs> uncomfortable. It's mohair. It's itchy and ugh. Horrible. Interesting. I'm, I'm listening hard right now for this. Nothing yet, right? Maybe at the end. We're at the end right here, so. No. That sounds oh, right there. Yeah. That's pretty close. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say okay. play, play um Freedom Unite or whatever the game. I mean Pretty close. I'm not no, even a huge Rush fan, and that sounds very that's Russian. That's well. That's yeah, it's free a well. different song. Boom, boom. Isn't that Lavelle Strangado? You think it's that right for there? You said free will. It's pretty close. Even the <laughs> intro sounded like something from uh, Dance of Eternity. What song am I thinking? I think that's was Strong Auto, right? Oh, it was. Do, 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 do. I had a different one in my head. I mean, it's not the same, but it's pretty... I guess it's close. It's just it's slight, it a slightly different key, but... I mean... I could hear it. Quincy Jones in 2013, he was suing the estate of Michael Jackson for millions of dollars. For? This is a different one. Improperly re edited songs to deprive him of royalties and production fees. And they also broke in an agreement giving him the right to remix master recordings for albums released after his death. This is why we need a two-tiered justice system. What do we have now? I'm not going to substantiate that with anything. (laughs) (laughs) The nitpicking of all that is such bullshit. Exactly, exactly. We need a justice system that's like for like murder and theft and like just punching old ladies and then another one for like shit that I have no idea how to even parse the sentence in order to make it make sense. So wait, you're saying there should be two tiers of justice system. One that I understand and one that I don't. One I mean, the normal one, I don't. So, <laughs> One that involves punishment that's all in BDSM format. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pick up your ball gag at the window. Yeah. 
<laughs> like instead of instead of like getting like um like metal detected, they just give you ball kegs. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. You got you got to tighten a little bit. Oh, much better. <laughs> the drool is just coming down his chin. My jaw's starting to hurt. Yeah, yeah. Your, Shut you, up. Your, your, your jaw's gonna hurt. That's part of it. Oh, it's strawberry flavored. <laughs> do they make flavored ball gags? I'm should. sure they do. That's a million dollar idea. Uh, in 2011, Aerosmith were forced to delay a concert in South America for a day because Steven Tyler fell in his hotel bathroom. Oh, let me play. Oh, let me play Aerosmith's uh, best song. <laughs> <laughs> was was he reaching for a nude art book? All <laughs> oh, right, it does, yeah, it's a thing, right? <clears throat> but he got fucked up though from this little fall. He suffered cuts to his face and lost two teeth. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, you go to the emergency room uh, for a dental emergency <laughs> dental work. Fucking crazy! In your bath or like how fucked up was he? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I, <laughs> he like carefully placed a bunch of shards and hammers all around his bathroom. Right, got super drunk and poured some oil in the bathtub. Uh, happy uh, death day! Sorry, um, happy, 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 death happy, day. happy <laughs> autopsy day to uh, Amy Winehouse. Her. Oh damn! Oh whoa! That, that's that's <laughs> worse. <laughs> whoa! Too soon. Damn. Yeah. Too uh, soon. We're the, not ready for uh, the this. The coroner's inquest of her death reached a verdict of misadventure. Reported misadventure. It's so yeah. British. <laughs> uh, we, we believe that she's uh, she had some uh, misadventure. <laughs> I, and that's the worst British accent how I can much, do. How much tea do you have to drink that day to call it misadventure? <laughs> we believe she had a misadventure. And it should just, you know. Are you more of an Earl Grey man or a chamomile? <laughs> I'm going to interject some news. Uh, October 22nd was Zach Hansen's birthday. Oh, wow. Very nice. 1985. We're going to cut uh, that from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The coroner's report uh, released that Amy's blood alcohol content was roughly five times the legal driving limit. I mean, that's that, like that's every like, day that's for like me. me right now. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, whatever. Oh, uh, fun fact: I was ordained on the same day that uh, Zach has his birthday. What do you mean? I was ordained on You're a October twenty second. Reverend Jess. Do you want to officiate my wedding? <laughs> hey, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm legally allowed to. It's it's. it's Is that it's, a state by state thing? Yeah, not not all states uh, accept it, but yeah, New York does. Are you allowed in, uh, in New York? Uh, reciprocity. He's not call. even allowed in New York in general. Yeah, but. no, no, no. Once they find out my browser history. No. Again, every fucking podcast, we find out a huge chunk of I your forgot. Life. I literally forgot that I was ordained. I I, I got a um, it, an it's, email. It's like 13 years, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it says happy 13th year anniversary. I'm like, oh shit, I, I am the reverend. And I showed you what I was doing 13 years ago. <laughs> putting putting yeah. cut out pictures of Bratwurst on David Beckham. <laughs> I think yours was more productive than mine. (laughs) That was during health class. I had to, for some reason, I had to cut out. For some reason, we had to cut out things out of magazines that were like positive images. So I cut out what's more positive sausage. I I, I like or something or or something like that. And I I cut out David Beckham in like a a Calvin Klein ad in like boxer briefs, and then a, a giant bratwurst. And that was very phallic-like, let's just say. <laughs> in 2010, uh, Top Earning Dead Celebrities was released. And that year, Michael Jackson... I'm not sure if it's that year or if it's like since their death. 
I think it was that year. Uh, Michael Jackson led the way with $275 million earned since his He's death. still releasing shit. Yeah. Uh, Elvis Presley was second at $60 million. John Lennon was... I'm going to skip to fifth, but uh, he was $17 million. I don't know who third and fourth is. <laughs> hey, Mike, what's uh, John Lennon's most famous song? Oh, hold on. I got it for you right now. Hold on. It's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> My favorite song of it is, is uh, Watching the Wheels. Uh, you guys might like the production on that album. You might want to play the intro. You might play Watching the Wheels. Oh, yeah, no, hang on. I just, uh, bring it, I'm, hold on, just bringing it up. Okay, oh, my God, the production is It's so a right. really good song. <clears throat> Let's <laughs> listen to the slapback delay. Yes, we've been over the slapback. Oh, man. The production on that John Leonard album is awesome. Oh, man, listen to it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, in 2008... ACDC's album Black Ice for number one. Oh, in uh, In the UK. Let me play uh, some Black Ice for you. (laughs) It was a a recent album of theirs. I know. I remember it coming out. It was like a Walmart exclusive. (laughs) It was fucking awesome. I'm not even joking. You know you've made it when you get a Walmart exclusive album. I I didn't buy it because it was a Walmart exclusive. I I bought the deluxe version. (laughs) You, You went to Walmart? With the pores <laughs> on the day <laughs> on the day it came out, the Walmart in Rutland, Vermont, the, the closest one to me when I was in college, it was a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. How how far away was it? It was it was like mm, ten miles. Yeah, Something is like that where you bought your stairs? He's, he's like, I bought black ice and I bought a rake and, and I left. I also bought uh, Dave Matthews album Big Whiskey um, at the Fye at the. Rutland Mall, which isn't really in a mall, it's the tiniest fucking. So, like, thing. if you go there and you buy anal lube, you also have to buy some other stuff. You have to buy. You have to buy so, ACDC so, Black Ice. So why not pick up an ACDC album and a rake? Can you get ACDC Black Ice colored anal lube? <laughs> you just can pour you get black. You anal just lube? pour it on it and cram it up there. <laughs> but can you get black anal lube so you don't know? You can't tell if something <laughs> you don't want on yourself is coming out. Um. <laughs> I think it's part of the fun. <laughs> just play in the mud? Yeah, you just never know. Just play in the mud, no big deal. You just turn the lights off, and then it's all the same in the dark. Uh, the rapper T.I. was it's released extra lube today. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> T.I. was released today on $3 million bill in yeah, Atlanta. T.I.? What? <laughs> Urethra Franklin? He was uh, charged with unlawfully possessing firearms, unregistered oh, mach- oh, machine guns, unregistered machine guns. You can and have whatever you like. <laughs> These AR-15s, you can have whatever you like. Yeah. And he was on house arrest. Patrol on ice, nice. AR-15s on nice. <laughs> Just drinking AR-15s. <laughs> do, do you know that song? Do you guys know that song? Yeah, I know that song. Jerry, do you, you know that song? You can fuck whenever yeah. you like. God. Ooh, sweet synth. <laughs> My brother pumped gas next to him on Route 9 over here. Oh, man. Starts with the chorus. Yeah. Before before the... It's so 2000 fucking hate boredom is coming you're out. Two, you're so 2000 and late. Oh, whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> damn. And, oh, damn. I think I got to end this pod right now. Let's <laughs> uh, look in. Oh. <sighs> I'm not wearing a watch. I wish I was. Cause I, cause <laughs> Jay, Jay looked at his wrist for no reason. 
<laughs> I really just want to be disgusted by how late we're going with this. But it's 11 I, I five, can't. Nick. Let's do this. Oh, the uh, okay, uh, the, bro. Taco Bell is waiting. <laughs> so when Ozzy Osbourne, there's a court case where the okay. kid uh, killed himself because oh, of the song yeah, and stuff. Suicide. He solution. killed himself today. Wait. What? In 1984, the 19-year-old oh. John Dean McCullen, he killed himself with a uh, caliber handgun. Suicide Badass riff, by the way. Fuck yeah. Here you go. I was doing air guitar then. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need video. <laughs> I like when he does the little hammer-ons. <laughs> Randy Rhodes taken from us too soon. Yes. One of the greats. Uh, born today, pretty sad list. Uh, Keith Irvin. Ooh. Natalie Merchant. I like Natalie Merchant. What's her hit? Um, she was in the Indigo Girls, I think. Um, no, I'm thinking of Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, she did a solo thing. She was with the Maniacs. Oh, 10,000 Maniacs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. I used to have her album, though. And uh, Keith Strickland, the guitarist, keyboardist, and drummer for the B-52s. <laughs> Did you... Uh, oh, I got a great fun That's fact. That's all I got. Let me, let, me, let me put on the B-52s. While, Everyone while, else is like session people. Well, well, let me put on Love Shack while, while, while we talk about this. <laughs> so, where I live... They filmed the the music video f- for for the song on my road. Really? That is a that is a true. So where you live oh, right shit. now? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So there's um, a, a, I guess a well known artist that lives at the road, and they have this crazy cool house. Now the house that is there now isn't in the video. They had some other crazy house that they like knocked down, and now they built like a house into like the rocks there or whatever. But yeah, they're driving down my road. Like you can, cl- I can look at it, and I'm like, "That's the road." That's like I'm on, and they're driving in the whatever it is. But yeah, there's like a, there's the town historian posted posted like you know like pictures of of like them like. You know, Were they wherever. driving in that car that was as big as a whale? Pretty much, it's like a sixty something Lincoln or something they're in. Like, a, uh, you ever see the video? Yeah, some sort of convertible. So, uh, but yeah, did they get together? Yeah. They got together. Yeah. Fun fact: I, I was I was fired from my job as a DJ for uh, playing. You the, were a DJ? Yeah, yeah. For, for, for playing this, I'm so tired for playing this, this song at a high school prom. Uh, let me let me let me show you what Jay also played <laughs> <laughs> at, at the high school prom. <laughs> Most danceable song of all time, arguably. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get, uh, play the video for you guys as I want to show you like. Where, where am I? I so this is, this is like the artist's place. So that's my road where they are. They're yeah, yeah, the car. yeah, I recognize that. That I know that, that I can show you where that part that that Why? section of the road is. But anyway, pretty cool, right? Yeah. And actually, the redhead air. She they're, owns. They're not on a highway. They're on a country road. No, they're on. Um, what, what's the speed limit on that road? Thirty-five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, There's not even lines on that road. There was. Are there lines? I didn't see any lines. No, lions are in Africa. 
So, uh, you interrupted my thought, Nicholas. I forgot what They're, I was going to say. We're going down the road. Big whale. Love shot. Oh, no. She the, old, the, red, the redhead. So, oh, here's the house. So, this shack armor or whatever it's called. So, like, I don't know. It's some oh, artist. Oh, but that's how I dance. I'm like that guy. In the- but, yeah. And the place that they're in is on my road as well. <laughs> that's what's up. It's pretty, pretty cool random history that, like, I was like, alright, whatever. It's cool. I'll take it. Yeah. My, my humble little town. I won't say where I live. <laughs> alright, let's, uh, let's all kill ourselves. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Let's sell some real estate. I want to say that this guy looks like he was about 48 years old when he recorded this, so he's probably like <laughs> 90 now. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Still going strong. It's B. 52. <laughs> <laughs> 50, this is Rhino Records? Wow. He was 52 years old when he came out with it. Do you think Do you think that the redhead... It's got to be a wig. This is wearing. So why did they name their band this after song, a, this song a bomber? This song is so long for no reason. It's literally them just jamming for like... And like three this, and a half minutes, well, dude, the, the, just the, shouting. But there's shit. the breakdown section, you know. Hell no, and then it goes back until the oh, tin roof. Yeah, which is just an excuse <laughs> to do the chorus another like two times. But did we miss the tin roof part? I, I don't think so. I think you're just not supposed to pay attention to the song. No one, no one listens to the well, song I'm from start to finish. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, see, like we all just like know little snippets of it and can sing along to random bits. But, uh, oh, box, what, yeah, what is it? What is it? Tin roof. Is that, is that actually what they say? I thought yeah, they said, like, like, I thought they said hell, hell no. Wasted. Or something like that. I forgot what it is. I thought it was hell no. Bang, bang, bang. Fred, Fred Schneider III. Oh, Shout out to Fred Schneider. Born in Newark. Sounds angry. There it is. <laughs> rusted. So this rusted. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Does anybody prefer Rock Lobster over this song? What's that? Uh, does anyone prefer Rock Lobster over this song? Rock Lobster? That's their next hit. Probably a big drop off, but that's our next hit. It wasn't recorded on my road, so I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Mike only listens to music recorded on his road. (laughs) I feel like this is a song Peter Griffin would be into. I like how they were like unapology like unapologically like we're like a sixties band if they got like left behind. Their their first real show is in nineteen seventy seven. When, when did this song come out? What year? In 77 they started. Their first album was 79. I mean, if you didn't know any better and you just looked at if you just looked at them, right? And like listening to this, you would think this is some like like 60 1967 yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like even the way this is filmed. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it with the, the right. organ going on, yeah. the cheesy organ. Yeah, it looks like it could be filmed at Woodstock or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's all, all surf rock ish, you know. Their, their first, uh, their first gig was at their friend's Valentine's Day party. 
<laughs> ah, ah, yeah, and the next is Rock Hall. It's just the same. Let's see. Oh, he, so that must have been a live version of this He currently lives on Long Island. Doesn't see what town. Scooter Apparently, this is what they kind of look like now. The redhead looks the same. Oh, all right. Sort of. Kind of sort of. They all kind of look the same, actually. Well, anyway, on that note, my my road is famous. Yours is not, <laughs> most likely. It, I, I, it shows his coming out story. It's, there's no, like no story. It's kind of funny. Uh, he said that his mother always knew more about him than he knew about himself. And he came out of the closet to her when she was vacuuming. And his mother replied, oh, I, I know Freddie. And continued back. That's so sweet. Though. I'd be like, no, bitch. I want this to be a dramatic <laughs> moment. Like, let me have my moment. His reaction was, oh, okay. I guess I'll go outside and smoke some pot instead. <laughs> that, that's so sweet, though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, no, she know, stole his he, moment he from him. He appeared in a in a PETA <laughs> ad campaign discouraging people from eating lobsters. I think like because Peter of the rock bread. lobster song. Oh, man, I love lobster. <laughs> I don't know if I can listen to B-52s anymore. He received an, uh, an honorary doctorate degree from Five Towns College in Dix Hills, New York. <laughs> uh, but but uh, doesn't honor, it honorary means that it's they, nothing. They, they just gave it yeah. to you, right? I mean, o- Obama yeah. has like a dozen of those. But he, he, if you're famous, you got he at least does one or two. have an actual Harvard degree. I understand. In but law, also, constitutional law. I understand. But when you're famous like that, they just give you all yeah. these honorary don't degrees. Don't you love how, I like, use him as an example. There's many Don't others. you love how, like, that was our president and then, like, a guy with a reality star with bad hair for the next president? <laughs> does he have a degree? Who, Trump? He has bone spurs. He might, he, might have like a, he might have like a fake degree, like his dad like just paid for Probably an honor degree. degree. Well. He's going for Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Trump education. Let's see what we got. Oh God, no! We're off the rails. I just no. know yeah, it's not that bad. He has a BS in economics from. Uh, he went to University of Pennsylvania, 1968. God, oh, he so went to, fucking he went to long ago. He went to Penn State. You're so old. Yeah. No, no, uh, University of Pennsylvania. That's not the same thing. You've been the same thing? Penn State and University. <laughs> right? Is that the same thing? I feel like that maybe is Penn State oh <laughs> the same as University of Pennsylvania? No. And that's, <laughs> that's it. We're in a re- band. Re- We're in a band. It's a resounding no. Oh my God. But, oh, oh, okay. So Penn, there's Penn State and then that one's just called Penn. That's why it's Way confusing. Way to make it not confusing. I wish I was in the Penn. Because then I wouldn't have to continue this. Hey, podcast. I wish I was in the pen because I would I would get free health care. You know who worked? You know who worked <laughs> at Penn State meals. was uh, Sandusky. Never forget. Oh, yeah. Is he, sure. one, is he one of your heroes? And Paterno. Who? Never, never forget. Oh, oh, Jesus! <laughs> People forget. Never forget. Never right. forget. Jay. Jay. Never Victims. forget. Jay, we're in a band. We're I'm in a Mike. band. I'm Jay. I'm kind of here. <laughs> I'm still looking things up. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. it's over. No, we're, we're, we're done. done. Bye. I'm Bye. still looking up anyway.